Thank you so much for watching us online. Uh, none of us are here in the building today, but uh, we are just as excited to worship with you and to uh, preach God's word to you. Uh, what is on my heart for you today is something that I think is so real and prevalent uh, today. You know, it's, it's the whole challenge between social media versus the word of God. Uh, in our lives. Now, um, I have seen over the last 20 years of being in ministry, uh, and, and almost 40 years of ministry, but over the last 20 years specifically, a tremendous decline in the value that even Christians place on the Word of God. When I was a young believer, I was taught that the Word of God was the authoritative Word of God, that it was the infallible Word of God, that it was God speaking to us through people. And uh, today we've watered it down so much, so much so that it has very little impact on our lives uh, um, at the moment. And I think it's terrible. I think it's influencing us in a very negative way. You know, for most of us, and if you're really honest with yourself today, you will agree with me, my friend, that social media has become the Bible for most people. Social media is really what guides us, what we believe, how we believe, uh, what is true and what is not true. And it's influenced us very negatively. Now, I know that social media is a powerful tool and can be used powerfully, but some of us are addictive, and I refer addicted, and I'm referring specifically today to the negative influence that it has on our lives. Let me ask you how influential social media is on your life. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about the power of God's Word uh, in us. Are you very preoccupied with social media? In other words, is it something that you cannot do without? That every now and then, every moment almost of the day, you're looking at your phone, you're looking at your Facebook, you're looking at posts that other people are making. Have you maybe regularly felt dis dissatisfied with yourself uh, because you've wanted to spend more time on social media. I know that sometimes when you go on holiday, when you and I go on holiday, as we have this feeling, we're saying, there is no internet. And it's almost like, what am I going to do? I won't be able to be online. Do you feel feelings of withdrawal? when you don't spend time on social media. You need it. You have to have it. Has your family maybe said to you over a period of time, you're spending too much time on social media? Have you regularly maybe neglected other hobbies, other things that you should be doing? Time spending with your friends. Are you sitting in family circles and in friend circles on your phone rather than speaking to those uh, who are around you? You know, I'm watching people. When you go into a restaurant, my dear friend, I sometimes see people both opposite one another. And, and there's now a disease in America that psychologists treat uh, um, specifically for this. And it's because... People can't talk to one another. They're even sitting opposite one another and sending messages. You see, it, it has having, uh, it's having a real negative influence on your life and my life, my dear friend. You know, if you have any of the feelings maybe or the, 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 the withdrawal symptoms when you don't have social media for a while, you have a problem. So I want to tell you that if social media is so dominant in your life that you would really 
try and deal with it as soon as possible. If you're watching too much, if there's too much, uh, 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 too much time spent on going online and, and looking at other people's posts, you have to be disciplined and reduce your time. And, and there's even these days, there's software-based uh, um, solutions to this problem. But I also want to say to you, that you can focus on your social media in a very positive manner. I just started a group called COVID-19 Support Group, and I advertised it in our communities in Boscrain and in Rand Park Ridge and others as well. And within hours, we have over 200 people on that group. And Carol and I post words of encouragement there. We post songs on there. We pray for people, and we've seen some real great miracles happen over this time as well. So it can be used as a very powerful tool, but also as a very destructive tool. Now, I want to talk to you today, my dear friend, about this battle between the Word of God and social media in your life. If you have too much social media and too little Word of your God, uh, uh, Word of God in your life, a few things are going to happen. Number one, your sin is going to be distorted. Now I want you to turn with me to Psalm 119, and I'm going to read a couple of verses from Psalm 119 uh, uh, with you this morning. The first thing that I see from Psalm 119 is that my sin is distorted when I spend too much time in God's Word. Nick preached such an excellent sermon last week, and one of the points that he made was this, is that we have a, a, a light view of sin in our lives. Now I want to say to you that some Sometimes we also have too much of a heavy view of our sin in our lives. Listen to what the Word of God says in Psalm 119, verse 1 to 3. Blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep His testimonies, who seek Him with their whole heart, who also do not do wrong, but walk in his ways. My dear friend, where do we find out the ways of God? Where do we find out the testimonies of God? It's all in the word of God. You see, there is, there is a narrow path that God is calling us to walk on. And the word of God says that the law of God uh, keeps us or it, it, it makes us blameless in the sight of God if we're keeping it. You see, I know that it's impossible for humans to be sinless or blameless. And what the scripture is emphasizing to us right through from the beginning to the end is that we have got to look at Jesus for the forgiveness of sins. We are not perfect. We cannot be perfect. It is impossible to be perfect. So what then does the word blameless mean? It does not mean that you and I are perfect. That's impossible. There is no person that will be like this. The word blameless mean is that your blame for your sin is placed on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the good news. Last week we emphasized the fact that sometimes our view of sin is too light. That we need that personal revival where sin becomes an issue again. Where we judge our sin according to God's word. And today I want to say to you my dear friend is that you are blameless as well. Sometimes some of us are walking so so. So with, with such a heaviness, such a burden on our so shoulders because we are not 
rejoicing in the fact that the word of God says that we are blameless in the sight of God. Those blessed are those who are blameless, whose way is blameless. Blessed, happy, satisfied are those who are blameless before God. That's you and me. And I want to share that with you. If you watch social media today, if you spend hours on social media, and if you share everything that this one has said, and that doctor has said, and this one has said about this COVID-19, and so on and so on, you will find yourself in a place where your ways and your sin and your guilt is heavy on your shoulders. The Word of God sets you free from your sin. You see, my dear friend, Christ took on us the responsibility for our rebellion. He is absorbing our iniquities. He is carrying the weight of our sin. The wrath of God was poured out on him and was spent on Jesus. And today you and I can be blameless. Blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the way of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies. Blessed are those who walk in his word. That's what the word of God says. You see, my dear friend, it is time that you and I spend much more time in God's word, especially in the days that we are living in. When we stop listening to the word of God, our comprehension of the scope of the work of the Lord Jesus is stunned, it's diminished. You see, we get our daily fresh insight of how much He loves us, of how much we owe Him, of how much this great gift is from the Word of God. When you and I manage to listen regularly to what God says, and not the social media reports, then you and I will slowly be uplifted and encouraged. But if we listen to social media and not to the Word of God, let me tell you there is a decline in your life, and you will pitifully grow weaker and colder in your faith. I want to say to you that daily dosages of God's Word is so important. For every believer. Over the last couple of weeks, Karen and I have woken up and just played the Word of God. There are wonderful apps that will help you to listen to the Bible or different books of the Bible. And we just play it. We get into our car and we put worship music on. And every morning I make sure that I spend some time in worship as well. Just listening to some of the powerful songs that God has given to us through wonderful uh, gifts of the musicians. If you want your love for Jesus to be small, if you want your comprehension of His grace to be insufficient, if you want the guilt of your sin to be heavy on your shoulders, neglect the Scriptures. If you want the opposite to be true, make sure that the Word of God is richly dwelling in you. Listen to that same psalm in verse 9 to 16. It says, how can a young person, a young man, a young woman stay on the path of purity? And then he gives the answer. It says, by living according to your word. 
I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. Man, it's time that you and I spend some time in this, these couple of verses. Is I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have even hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. Praise be to you, Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips I recount the laws that come from your mouth. I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. You see, it is time that you stop thinking that the Word of God is burdensome, that the Word of God is stopping your joy and your excitement and your enjoyment of life. No, the opposite is true. It's when we walk in the ways of God, Psalm 119 says, we will be blessed. The word blessed means to be happy, to be joyful. It's those of us who walk according to the Word of God, who allows these perimeters that God has set around us, the do's and don'ts even, allows that to guide us, we will be blessed and happy as well. Let me emphasize again, a lack of the Word of God will lead to a separation from God. And a separation from God will lead to a rebellion against God. And a rebellion against God is when we stop listening to the laws, His statutes, His commands. Sin will take over. And sin will weigh heavy on your lives. My dear friends, my dear believers, and those who are listening to us today who are not believers, I am telling you the Word of God is so important to our lives. People who follow the instructions, the teachings of Jesus, the teachings of the Word of God, rather than social media, are people that will be blessed. So when you wake up this morning or go to bed tonight, what would you find next to your bed? Your phone? your computer, or your Bible. The second thing that I want to highlight, apart from sin being distorted and either being too insignificant, the importance of, of, of turning from sin too insignificant in our life, or the fact that maybe sin is weighing too heavy on your life. The next thing that I want to say is when we read our Bible more, our hope will not be deluded. You see, a person, let me read Psalm 119, verse 1, 2, 3. It says, my soul melts away for sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. Hope. Hope. Where do I get my hope? Where do I get my hope? My dear friends, again, let me say it to you, and I'm going to say a lot about social media today because so often I hear people and people post things and people share things on the different groups that I, I, I am on. And immediately when you listen to the stuff, your heart just sings because you think, ah, oh. and then you go to God's Word and you read the opposite and you feel the encouragement. My soul melts away with sorrow, and maybe that's exactly how you're feeling. I read so many posts these days of people who are in ICU, people who have lost hope, people who have lost friends, people who have lost family members, husband and wives. Let me tell you, your hope is in the Word of God. Your encouragement is in the Word of God. 
a primary way that God uses, that God chooses to encourage you and me, to strengthen you and me. A primary way that God uses that, my friend, is the testimony, his testimony, which is the Bible. Through his word, we see his character. Through his word, we see his work in the past. Through his work, we see his faithfulness in the past. Through his work, we see his justice, his promises, and his love. And when you read about it, and you see it how he has done it, you will believe that he can do it, and that he will do it. His word is what gives us strength in our time of suffering. You know, when a person goes through a difficult time and you just say, the Lord bless you, or we just say, I pray for you, maybe it is, it's good to actually share a scripture verse because that is the power of God for our hope, for our encouragement. As in it, we find our strength as a believer in his word. When you look at God's word, you see as well that you are made into the image, into the likeness of Jesus. You will see as well that through all the difficult things that you are going through, is God is actually preparing you to live for His glory. That doesn't mean that we won't have setbacks. That doesn't mean we won't have pain in this life. But what it means is that we have, through His Word, an unshakable hope that will get us through these times. I encourage you, believer, dig into God's word at this time. This is our hope. This is God's love letter to you and me. And when you read it, you know what happens? The Holy Spirit takes it. The Holy Spirit makes it come alive. The Holy Spirit uses it to encourage us and to strengthen us. I will guarantee you, without a regular infusion of the Word of God, without a regular infusion of the hope that I read in the Bible, I will more easily fall into despair. Feeling of hopelessness will grow instead of feelings of security. I find security in the promises of God. And sometimes I even feel that maybe God is not living up to his promises. But that's not my job to judge him for that. Because I don't understand. I only see and understand in part now. You see, if you want to be tossed backwards and forwards in your struggle, if you want to succumb to every sorrow, if you want to be overwhelmed by the pain in the word of God, then neglect the scriptures. Spend more time on social media. But if you want to be encouraged and strengthened and motivated and lifted up, if you want to walk in the presence of God and in the joy, if you want your hope to rise today, spend time in the Word of God. Thirdly, the Word of God. If I don't spend much time in the Word of God, my service is deflated as well. Now, Nick last week mentions the, mentioned the fact that, that, that sometimes uh, we measure the, our passion for God by how we serve. I am telling you that you can also see that as I do not walk in the ways of God, my, my joy in my service is deflated. I may still do it, but I'm not joyfully doing it. And I want to encourage you in Psalm 119, verse 32. I will run in the way of your commands. 
when you enlarge my heart. When you enlarge my heart, you know what that means? As Lord, when I fill you with your word and I run in your commands and in your statutes and I walk in them, I, my service will be inflated. It will be a joy for me. My service will be energized through your word. You know, I've gone through times over the last few months, I must be honest with you, where I felt tired because of the service, where I felt tired because of what I've done and had to do. And at times I had to stop and just say, Lord, let your word speak to me. Let your word fill me. Let worship fill me because I'm tired and I need your encouragement. And then I read God's word and it just happened to me this morning again as well. When I read God's word and I worshiped that I felt there was an oomph in my step again. And that I was ready to do what I needed to do. Consistency in your Bible, my friend, helps us to run this Race of working for God, of doing things of God with joy. It helps us to put aside what entangles us. It helps us to serve God more effectively and efficiently. The Word of God, it helps me and it encourages me to do what I'm doing for God joyfully. Without nourishment from the Scripture, we easily lose steam, don't we? We become spiritually wounded and require more rest and more time away from the actual pursuit of Jesus Christ will lead to backsliding. And that's why the Word of God is so important, spending time in the Word of God. You see, I don't want to just go slow and plod along in my work for God and in my faith for God. I want to be encouraged and strengthened. And so I want to encourage you, my friends, spend time in the letter that God wrote to you and me. If you want to move from crawl to running, spend time in His Word. If you want to put these unnecessary burdens aside, spend time in His Word. If you want to run on high energy and not low energy, spend time in God's Word. If you want to run with enthusiasm, spend time in God's Word. The fourth thing that I want to tell you is a person that spends more time in social media rather than the Word of God will find that their love for God and for God's people is deadened. I don't know if there's such a word, but I'm going to use it. Psalm 119 verse 14 says this, In the way of your testimony, I delight as much as in all riches. In other words, he says, I delight so much in your word, more than in any any money, any riches can bring me. I delight in your word. In other words, there is a love and a joy that fills your heart for God and for God's people when you read his word. Your daily exposure, your regular exposure to the word of God, my friend, brings you joy in your life. I listened to my wife this morning as well, coming into my office and and full of joy because she just listened to the word of God and a song of worship. You see, sin is fighting at our door, fighting to destroy our joy. The, the, The circumstances we're going through is fighting at the door of our hearts to destroy our joy and our love for God. It's the word of God that brings that love back and that joy back again. 
You see, the corruption in this world, the pain in this world, eats away at my joy, eats away at my love for God. And many Christians are struggling today. And the reason why most of us are struggling is we're not found in the Word and in worship. I'm speaking to you today because I know that more of us are going to social media for encouragement, are going to social media for wisdom and not the Word of God. It's got to change for your sake. Blessed are those who walk in the ways of God. Blessed are those who follow His commandments. Blessed are those, joyful are those who are found in the Word and in worship. You see, how many people do you know that have a love-filled, hope-giving message that they carry? I can tell you, it will be those who are spending time in God's Word. And you and I want to be one of those. We want to be, in this time, giving people a love-filled and a hope-filled message that hope is found in God and in Jesus alone. And that's what my Bible tells me. And that's what my mind needs to tell me. And when my mind through the Word of God tells me, the Holy Spirit will drop it into my heart and I will live it. And people need to hear that. There are parts of the Bible that we may not understand. But when we read it, it definitely increases our joy. It increases our trust as well. So read the Word of God, especially in the days that we live in. The Bible, my dear friend, is a place that fills, fills my heart for love for God and then ultimately for love for people as well. Why is it so? Because it tells me about God's character. It tells me that God loves His creation and He hates sin. It tells me that God will punish those who uh, who perish in doing evil, but it also tells me that God will reward those who live for Him and who live according to His law. He tells me that He's pleased with those who live humbly and who seek Him. It tells me that He's created me as a person separated, a holy people for Himself, for His glory. It tells me that he's angry with sin, but not angry with me anymore. That I am free. And that makes me love God more. The Bible tells me that as I walk in him and in the spirit, I have joy that surpasses understanding. In other words, in times like this, I can walk joyfully in spite of my circumstances. You see, if you want less of God, if you want less joy, if you want a greater struggle in your burdens, then read less of the Word. Or the other way around, if you want joy, if you want to know more of Him, then read more of His Word. Let me tell you, and I'll mention one more thing today, that less of God's Word will also mean less peace. More social media will mean less peace. And I'm asking you today, listen to Psalm 119, verse 165. Great peace have those who love your law, and nothing can make them stumble. 
Nothing can make them stumble. You see, what a fantastic verse to end this, this, this sermon on today. Peace does not descend on those who perfectly keep the law. Because that's impossible, my friend. I cannot perfectly keep the law. It says great peace are those who love the law. In other words, even when I'm, fail, when I'm failing and I've sinned and I've fallen, I'm coming back because I love the law of God. Peace comes upon such a person because that person will find the forgiveness of God as well. Peace comes upon you when you love the Word of God. Peace comes upon you when you love God. You see, men and women like this are striving with all their hearts to walk in obedience to the law, to the Word of God. And though they may be persecuted, though they may go through difficult times, though they may love loved ones, though they may lose their business, they will find the peace of God. You see, the peace of God, my friend, is not dependent on your circumstances. The peace of God is dependent on your level of faith. It's what you allow God to be in your life. Today, you can have peace with Him. The Lord is giving us peace. The Lord is giving us peace that will surpass understanding. In other words, the world will look at you today and say, how can you? How can you with what you've gone through be at peace? How can you with the troubles that you are facing? How can you with even the fears that sometimes come to you? How can you for being prosecuted or persecuted for your, your faith rather? How can you with the unusual conditions that you as a child of God, is? how can you still be at peace? My friend, because I know the word. I know what this Bible tells me. And through the spirit, when I take this and read this and apply this, the peace of God that surpasses understanding fills me. Not social media. Yes, you can use it as a powerful tool. You can use it as a powerful tool to witness and to share. But if social media has become a tool that breaks down faith and confidence and joy, shut it down. You see, this verse says, great peace comes to those who love your, your law. And nothing can make them stumble. Uh, other ways to translate that verse is nothing will offend them. Nothing will injure them. That is, that is phenomenal. You see, even a believer then, and some of you have lost loved ones, husband, a wife, a dad. The, the Bible says that nothing will injure you. Nothing will offend you. Nothing will make you stumble. Your trust, your faith in God is built in the Word of God. All of this, even our pain, in all things, in all things, God works for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. You see, offense will come, hurt will come. But we as believers are peacemakers because we're walking with him who is peace. And that's why we have peace. We make peace. We pass peace on to those who are living in fear. Let me close today. 
You need the Bible, the Word of God, more than what you need social media. You need the Word more than you need those videos that you're watching about the end and, and people's purposes and desires behind all of this COVID. Man, we don't know where it comes from. We don't know if they planted it or not. We don't know for sure. We don't know if this is the end, really. We don't know if this is part of how history is unfolding and God is allowing us. But from day to day, all we do is we fight this good fight in Jesus' name with peace because we belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. Our days are in his hands. And even if our life is taken today, peace will be upon you as you walk with God or walk to God in eternity, into eternity today. Just as the body weakens without food, so the soul faints, weakens without the word of God. Believer, find yourself strengthened in his word. In Jesus' name.